0: No, now you're a full-time nerd, baby, all the way, um, you know, gaining an extra 50 pounds, pounding away those snacks. <laughs> no exercise for you. It's just sitting around playing games, watching TV, uh, milk chugs, more like milk chugs than milk duds. Um, how do they call them milk duds when everyone is a winner? They're not, <laughs> there's no... I've yet to an actual dud (laughs)
1: So, Biff, you are an American when you walk into the bathroom. You are an American when you walk out of the bathroom. What are you when you're in the bathroom?
2: I'd like to start off the uh, joke by (laughs) explain the premise that I've never been American. Okay. (laughs) And so um, I'm going to be Japanese.
1: Well, it doesn't work. Okay, Joe, you walk into the bathroom. (laughs) Joe, the podcast? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're an American when you walk into the bathroom, and you're an American when you walk out of the bathroom. I know you're of Portuguese descent. I get that. But for the premise of the joke, what are you when you're in the bathroom? Shitting. European. Ah, see?
0: European. (laughs) Damn it. I was so close. I went number two. That joke went so well. (laughs) My God. Maybe we could have
1: another joke that'll go equally well. Biff, what do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke?
2: What do you get when you combine a rhetorical (laughs) question and a
0: joke? Jock. That's the joke. That's the joke.
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Carnival Personnel. I'm Jacques. I wish I wasn't here. Um, this is Biff,
0: and I'm embarrassed for us all. As you should.
2: I think we're beyond embarrassed. I think it's there's. I think we need a new word. <laughs> the next carnival level. intervention. Next, <laughs> next level. Stumped. Next level embarrassed. Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, they say don't meet your heroes, but yet, okay. yet All-Star Tommy got to meet Joe this week. There you go. It was, Joe. you know, Joe, how did you like finally after years of talking to via the podcast and text messaging actually getting to converse with All-Star Tommy?
0: All-Star Tommy is a delight. Yeah. He's a delightful <laughs> man, and his family is delightful as well. We had a great time in the brief few hours we spent last Friday evening in Boston, but it was a it was a joy. I um, yeah, he was very uh, very down to earth. Um, he 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 did this weird thing, and I'm not used to this with people uh, that I hang out with. Is that um, they don't talk all the time? <laughs> <laughs> so he uh yeah he, like he says you something, know what? and then he, yeah, he does this
2: thing called listening listening right? yeah he does yeah think of this thing it's it's this, this i had a weird thing i yeah. had to google it
0: when he did it yeah. i was like what's <laughs> happening and so then we had a conversation and it was it was it was great it was nice yep. uh so yeah do you want to tell the fine do you want to tell basically the other three listeners to the nope. carnival personal I, podcast I, I, how the in, evening evening went
1: i i picked up joe um and uh because management is uh, was in new orleans with our oldest kid for Duran Duran. new Week. orleans oh, that work. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: actually does i they, they had a great time i'll talk about that in a bit but i have my little guy in tow and so i picked up joe we went over tommy had said hey he wants to Go see comedy in Boston. His daughter who's looking at college's favorite show is Miss Mazel. Are you doing anything? And I I didn't know he was coming to town. I could have probably put something together, but it was kind of a last minute thing. I didn't schedule them knowing that management was going to be out of town. So Joe took over as Julie McCoy oh and and was the cruise director. And what did we end up doing? I'm just going to let you, you know, I'm going to be a fly on the wall, if you will, as you break down the next <laughs> two hours we spent with the uh, all-star family, uh,
0: all-star Tommy's family. So on the spot, I, I remembered in the back of my mind, oh, we're kind of near where Nick's Comedy Stop used to be, which was a, you know, back in the 90s, like a local comedy place. So I like jokingly said to Jacques, want to go to Nick's comedy stop. And, um, you know, he looks into me with like a wry smile and I go, how about Dick Doherty's? You know, <laughs> is he still around? Another, you know, famous spot back in the day. Uh, lo and behold, did some Googling. Still exists and is still mm. in the same spot, which was like a five minute walk from where Tommy's family was staying, which was perfect. And like the doors were opening like literally like 15 minutes from when we decided to go. And so it was just a perfect little happenstance. We all went. Uh, everybody was over 21 which is great and uh, (laughs) that worked out well we all got in no problems Uh, Jacques thank you for picking up our covers Uh, uh, and uh, yeah we we walked down to Nick's comedy stop to see some live comedy on a Friday night in Boston Um, you you know the place was pretty you know like we got some nice seats we were like one of the first ones there and uh, by the time the show started the uh, the the, the house was pretty much full, except for like the fr- front row of literal plastic folding chairs, which kind of threw me. Um, but in any event, you know, we saw some comedy. I'll just say we <laughs> saw comedy. Um, uh, the, the, the host, I, I don't remember anybody's name because I'm still learning your name, Biff. I'm still learning Jim's name here. So... <laughs> you know when we see the, the the host he introduces himself he gets up he does his thing um it's fine it's a little, he's a little laid back he seems like he's still kind of working out whatever he was working out on stage for the first time it seemed <laughs> but whatever he it, it 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 smoothed out he introduced the uh the first comic and was the first comic the female comedian or yeah the, or yeah yes. okay and she was a uh, uh, unusual I couldn't tell if she was doing like a judy Tenuta meets (laughs) stephen wright type bit or if that was the real deal and turns out after she exits stage left stage right even um jacques leans (laughs) over and says to me wow she's just as bad when i see her in worcester and i go oh you know this person um and then um the next comic goes up um next comic goes up mid-20s ish white cis male guy you know Uh, I think I forget if he's from the area, I forget where he was from, but he's, you know, uh, been in the Boston comedy scene for a while, gets into, you know, some jokes about the non-binary. And Mm -hmm. oh, of course, let me tell you, somebody in the audience uh, had a comment about his comments about the non-binary. Not that he was necessarily bashing them Mm -hmm. in quotes, but, you know, he took a kind of a, let's say, non-unfunny Uh, or non-funny approach to, damn it, I blew the line, non-funny approach to uh, non-binary people. And um, there was some heckling going back and forth and kind of lost the crowd, Um, so much so that uh, they were volleying back and forth, this heckler and the comic. And and the comic wasn't really, you know, I don't know, he wasn't really shooting down the heckler. So uh, the heckler was just sort of having their way. Um, Even I piped up because it was just that awkward, weird silence. So I chimed (laughs) in. Well, I um,
2: mean, isn't dealing with Heckler like uh, its own art form, right? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you got to be able to do it,
0: right? You have to learn how to deal with Heckler. And so I kind of half out loud said man, I'm loving this live Yelp review we're getting from the audience. And somebody leaned over or somebody laughed and heard me and pointed at me and said, now that's funny. And then that got the comic's attention. So he's like, I'm sorry, what's going on over here? And he puts his <laughs> hand over his eyes like he's uh-huh. looking at the crowd. And I go, oh no, I was just saying that I'm loving this live Yelp review and I get more laughter because now the whole crowd can hear it. And um, then we move on from there. But he did not recover. Um, and even the the yeah, even the, the host had to kind of you know acknowledge the the tenseness in the room and move on so yeah he ate shit on stage mm. um that was not pleasant so then mm. the third comic went up and he was great he was the you know second to headliner uh right before the you know the opener before the headliner mm. and um he was a you know white guy he apparently uh spent time as a young person in portugal and i was like Ooh, what portugal what's that um so I immediately felt bad for him. And then he, but that, (laughs) that was a great bit about the, the language barrier. We'll say that his parents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, so he was good. He brought the crowd back and then the headliner, um, she, she went up dressed up as Marge Simpson and Mm. almost like literally with like the blue hair kind of thing, you know? So she went up, did her thing. She was great. Um, the uh, the the crowd seemed to be there. I think a lot of the crowd seemed to be there for her because when the host was introducing her, he said she's he, she's going to be a star, and okay. uh, the crowd agreed. And um, I, of course, she's I don't. know. one of those
2: one of those known up and coming. She's like the Guns and Roses of.
0: The- yes, I guess it was her like third time headlining yeah. at Nick's. So right. she's yeah, yeah, she's getting up there, and she was great too. You know, she she um, you know uh, delivered let's say. Okay. Yep. And uh, it, was a, it was a good time. So uh, all in all, I'd rate it. Uh, I'd say I'd give the uh, first comic <laughs> one out of four stars. I'd give the second comic a half star. I'd give the third comic a three and a quarter stars. <laughs> and I'd give the headliner three and three quarter stars. Ooh. So she's going on to the semifinals <laughs> to battle against Sinbad yeah. in the f- the finals of star search oh, hey, now I, let's I, hear us now let's hear from our spokesperson jock jock well, tell them what's coming up next on star search so so search. as we're walking to
1: nick's it dawns on me oh crap this is a real comedy club this is a 21 plus thing i got my little guy like like he's he he's 13 and he could definitely pass for 12. <laughs> i mean he are not aging him up and and i get up there and I said to the guy, it's like he goes, he goes I'm like, is this just 21 plus? He goes, yeah, goes, everyone 21 plus. And I point to him, and goes, oh, yeah, he's 21. And the guy's like, well, you his father. I'm like, yeah, he goes, there's a lot of swearing. If you're OK with that. And Of course, I look at him and go, hey, asshole, you okay with a lot of swearing or something like that. And everybody chuckles. And they're like, OK, I did. So, <laughs> so
2: before we go too far on this. I just looked up where Nick's is, and it's, like, near near Chinatown, near Tufts uh, Medical Center, right? Because I've stayed in that neighborhood before.
0: Yeah, it's, like, right near, like, the theater district in Boston. Right. So, so then, like, you didn't take them to
2: Jock's Cabaret?
1: Uh, you know, I've actually – I <laughs> haven't gone there yet, but they have a great open mic on Sundays. But Sundays, like, night is a I've- tough – thing to get out to and it's a great one no and 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 management loves that place they 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 have a a but you had all-stars family there and you didn't
2: take him to jock's cabaret like i didn't
1: but (laughs) because they they specifically wanted to see comedy because they left miss basil and Uh, so anyway so i point to the little guy and the guy's like oh it's fine and here's what's funny but then they're balking at all-star tommy's daughter getting in who's 17 with both parents, like it's my and you and you know how I percent. It's like yeah, sure. This guy should be in charge of anybody's life. Little, you're this. the
0: homeless guy that gets tickets for <laughs> the five year olds to go see an R rated movie. One hundred percent, and and but no
1: problem getting in. My, you know, five feet tall, you know, hundred pound, like just turned thirteen, you know, kid. But they were, and then it's like okay, no, it's fine. You guys are all together, and then we. Go to go up the steps and another security person is like oh you, you check her id it's like my little guy walks right past him <laughs> it's like you know oh nope it's fine he's a boy he can go right on in but let's <laughs> let's let let this delicate little flower yeah. here um and yeah I'm, I'm surprised that you gave the the first comedian a star um and the other one half a star and and the guy who who was flubbing i and I think you could see where he was gonna go with it, but he didn't get there fast enough. Plus he didn't get there funny enough. He wasn't punching down, but it just yeah.
0: And I felt oh, so, wait, bad.
2: so so he's not funny. So that's what, why he failed as a comic, is what you're saying.
0: Um. It, like look, <laughs> his set sucked. He like yeah, he, he just um, you know, he kinda you know, when you go up and you tell if you're gonna dance around or or if you're gonna address like stuff that like like his joke and I'm going to blow it because you don't know the guy's name. Um, He goes, um, you know, the the, uh, non-binaries are like the bottom of the LGBTQ community because they don't even have a letter in the LGBTQ. You know, there's the, Uh, the gays are the most fun. We can all agree. Uh, And then there's lesbians. And then like, so he starts ranking the people who are on the queer spectrum or whatever you uh, want to call it. And so he comes, but he's coming uh, again. It's, He's a white cis guy, like he's like a straight white cis guy. So he's, or at least he presents as such. So like, coming from him, that's like, oh, this douche. All right, what's he gonna say about gay and trans and non binaries? Like, what's he got? You know, like, what's his take and what's what's his what's grinding his gears this week (laughs) about the letters that he doesn't like or 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 whatever? And so yeah, it comes off. People bristle, you know. And there was probably, I think, I'm pretty sure that the person that heckled him may have been non-binary. Okay. And probably like, well, fuck this guy.
1: Yeah, no, my thedar went off. Um Hi, but, and, and he was yeah, he was raking the parades, you know, on uh on the LGBT you know Spectre. It's like, oh we know the you know gays or the you know blah blah blah. blah. And 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 then when that person was kind of heckling, he's like, You're proving my point, which got a laugh, but then he couldn't get back on track. It got sidebarred. It and he, he didn't just go to and when Joe said that and got the laugh, he, he got the laugh from the little group around us. And then when the comedian had him say it, it was at that point in time, the biggest laugh that the whole room had. And All-Star looks at me and he goes, yep, that's Joe. <laughs> like he, he he said one line, and it,
0: you know, it's the best line in the room. But then he, dug, then he dug in. Like then he went back to the non-binary thing, like over and over again, like a minute later, uh, you know, or few, uh, 30 seconds later. He, he would like dig his heels in. And go, to be, and just to go be fair, maybe
1: well. he
2: had no other material.
1: Yeah, but this is <laughs> here's the problem with that, Biff. Yeah. This is Nix. Nix is a legendary place. It's where, you know, canceled Louis C.K. came from. It's where you know um, Dan Dan Cook came from. You go through the comedians who've come out of Boston since the '80s, and and Nix and Dick Doherty's were the two places where people really, yeah. you know, you know, came out of. You know, and it was twenty bucks a person, and you're dealing with not open micers, but the the, the first yeah. woman who went up. One of the reasons I don't go back to Worcester mikes very much, <laughs> and this guy would be another reason. I mean they yeah. they were they were very. Not only were they just offensive, they just weren't funny. You can yeah. you can tell nine eleven jokes. Mm. If they're if they're funny. Well you this well, time you can no, you can. I've seen guys do not have a joke. Oh Jim Carr is a great
2: Jim is a great one. And
1: Gilbert right. Godfrey
2: did yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But but you know, you don't have to and and it's funny because So so it was. It was a fun night, but yeah. we got my yeah. and my little guy literally had his headphones on. He <laughs> was watching his like YouTube shorts the whole time. I, you know, periodically, like when the lady came by and asked if you wanted a drink, I asked if you wanted a beer. I think I'm pretty sure. And, and the waitress, by the way, I'm going to say it, Joe dibs because Joe (laughs) likes when a 70 plus year old weathered by new England winters comes walking by and I say dibs (laughs) like, like, (laughs) I don't know, you know, like nothing else. What, what I, I feel bad when I see a senior citizen Working. Look, if you're a Walmart reader and you're just saying right. hi to people, but if you're in a nightclub right. and, and but yeah, I, at least it wasn't a strip club. We don't know what she does after, you know. True. But I, 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 honestly, pretty sure I could have got him a beer, and nobody would have batted an eye. But I had to like, sh- <laughs> I had to shake him to get his attention because he was so wrapped up in what, right. what he was watching. Because he, he's not allowed to have his, you know, phone during the week. So it's like, okay, here's your little, here's your little math, you know, right? Uh, you here's know. your head. So so Don't he smoke we, it all at once, <laughs> but it was, and then we walked back to the hotel. We just hung out and chatted for a bit. Uh, you know, I, I I I have a really good feeling that that you know All Star's daughter is really leaning towards uh, school on the East Coast, and it's and and it's funny because his wife they they went to Yale together, and she had either forgotten or just because she hasn't been here in so long and traveled this region, she was. So delighted that they landed in, like, Maine, rented a car, went to, you know, went to look at a couple right. of schools in Maine, was in Boston a couple hours later. Yeah. Um, In the morning, they were going down to Yale. Then they were going to New York City for a couple yeah. days to see plays. Right. And then they were going to Montreal. And it's all right yeah. here. Yeah. It's like a four-hour yeah. drive yeah. here, five-hour. Yeah. And she was just loving that. I think her daughter was – and, and even even the mom, when – you know, oh, here's all the big schools that everybody knows. Right. Also, within a few blocks of where we are, here's yeah.
0: Suffolk yeah. University. Here yeah, is Emmanuel yeah, yeah. College, you know. Um, of course, I said to Tommy, why would you bring your daughter to Boston? It's not a college town. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was, that's it a, that's was a, that's a, a fun night. And then. Oh, well, by the way. What else joke, is it, what, it? Yes. What else is in New Haven, by the way? Uh, well, I I, I did <laughs> I did ask if Tommy
1: was going to be taking uh, his family to the Aaron Hernandez you know
0: museum down and then away. and then his wife was like what why why what and why would Aaron Her- who's Aaron Hernandez and oh oh the stories Jacques told about the the Wikipedia entry of Aaron <laughs> Hernandez of the, all the hits, uh, all, yeah, the yeah. hits. <laughs> you know, all the hits you know literally the hits thank yeah. you thank your,
2: you your sod is also there did you tell him about seeing going to see sod because, ah, you know uh, what I, I i never pushed, mind <laughs> but
1: but they're going to see plays in, in in new york then they're going to take a quick flight and and when i told her it's like oh we drive to montreal not on a regular basis but you know yes. like three times in the last couple of years because yeah. it is it's a four-hour drive yeah. you, you're you driving the whole way through like i always say a norman rockwell postcard for four yeah, hours right. yeah. over the mountains of vermont it's great and And i was saying oh try to check out this try to check out that you know montreal and she was she was like it is so great that it's all right here so i think their daughter had a really great time um and you know it'd also be nice because you know they'd be coming to visit like for parents weekends and and moving them out there so it'd be just a good chance to see your buddy i then went the next night to see steve bjork um, who we had on the podcast a few weeks ago, do stand up in another small place. He was great. But again, like the host, well, it's funny because the host at Nick's, the pre-host introduced the host and said his name wrong, which just, <laughs> which should have set a tone there. So at this other place I went yesterday, it's a small place. It's a microbrewery in Nashua. Same thing. The host was fine. The first couple comedians were fine, but... The second comedian had this whole thing and I'm trying to think what it was, but he was going through all the different nationalities and making, I'm like, is, is he really going to make a Polish joke right now? And, and he did. He was like, oh, and it's like, and if it's Polish, it's this. And it's like, you know, it was, I'm trying to think, I think By I'm the trying way,
0: to- that reminds me of the great Polish joke joke in Ted Lasso. When, oh uh, when, my God! When Nate's girlfriend's like, we're going to go visit my family in Poland, you can watch a screw in a light bulb. And he goes, oh, that's funny. And she goes, why is that? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> oh, she
1: set him up so bad. Uh, uh, let me let me see. She set him up akin to uh, Halloween. Christmas, Juneteenth. <laughs> like, she just, oh, uh, uh, but anyway, hey, back to Nashua. And, and, and it wasn't. And then he made like a mid Eastern joke and just played on all. And I was, and I, I was very happy. And he didn't even have any puppets like Jeff Dunham. Not one. Yeah, you know, you know, go through. You know, at least take your sock off your hand and go suck. But right. tell the racist joke
0: through the puppet. <laughs> puppet. I'm not telling the joke. <laughs> the it's dump. this guy over here.
1: You know, and I will say that it was a New Hampshire crowd. It might usually play in certain places. The place that you and I saw Steve York a few weeks back, it might have played there. I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad. But as he's setting it up. And he's like oh this and this and then when he mentioned polish i'm like there's no way there's no way and maybe i thought he's gonna say polish and everyone's gonna laugh like yeah he's not really gonna do the polish joke but set up it's It's a
0: meta joke yeah
1: yeah nope nope just really leaned in and then steve gets up on the mic yes there are there are hell gigs yes there are bad rooms now and then but generally speaking there aren't bad rooms there's bad comedians and if you got a pro and... You know, Steve was introduced, and even his introduction clearly, the host had no idea of who he is right. and the work he's done. He's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, he's he. You can see him in Vegas all the time. He was just on our podcast talking about his single dad of four guys. He hasn't played out <laughs> of the region in years because he can't. He's a full. He's not like every other weekend dad. He has full custody of right. four yeah. children.
0: Maybe had him confused with like Steve Lawrence from uh, you, e. you Steve. You know Lawrence.
1: what? Could 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 have very.
2: Well, had, been had, that had him confused with, confused with uh, Bjork from the right, the actual <laughs> Bjork. But I um, and,
1: uh... but I am. I'm sitting there, and it's like it's funny because All Star was like. When we were leaving, Nick's like, is this really what you want to be doing? And I'm like, no, like I have no delusions of mediocrity. I'm not going to get a Netflix special. <laughs> I'm not going to be a touring guy, you know, opening for, you know, Burt Kreischer on the road or something right. like that. But it's like this, the stuff that Steve does. It's like, yeah, I want hundred percent. Like if I was a fifth comic at Nick's, I would have been right in the middle of the pack and be comfortable being there. Uh, same thing. There was only three comedians in the host, but if I was like you know the fifth one there, I would have been, you know, clearly steps behind Steve in his crowd work and how he turned the room instantly. But I'm like, but it's fun. It's you know, and when and when I did. You know, the, the Lunar Theater a couple of weeks ago and there's real people in the room. That's actually fun to tell jokes in front of non-comedians. I, if I could do that a couple times a month as a glorified hobby, that's what I'm working towards. And over the next six months, you know, you know, when I get back from L.A., I'm kind of going to revamp like my approach and what I'm doing open mics are always important. You got to work out stuff. There's nothing, you can't get away from reps. Like you have to put in, you know, the time in the batting cage. You just have to do it. But I'm getting, I'm getting more selective. It's like, there's really no reason to drive an hour there and say it in front of three people who've seen you 10 times in the last four weeks because they're all at the same mic. So I'm going to have to mix it up. But anyways, the focus is Joe Met All-Star and I, was absolutely delighted.
0: Yes, was I. It was a good time. I'm glad we met. Um, I wish his daughter the best of luck finding a college because, you know, it's hard out there. It's hard, you know, and it, it, it's, it's not also um, a good prospect going into knowing that you're going to be, like, owing money for the next 20 years, regardless <laughs> of whether it's her parents yeah. or her, you Right. Know?
1: Yeah. you know cuz cuz you know Biff fucked up joe fucked up i fucked up you know we, why didn't we have you know sport prodigy children who you know who got the free ride from like 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 my brother has it right his daughter and i got to find the name of the tournament she's in And I'm going to send it to Maria because I'm quite sure Maria knows the tournament she's in. It's this huge international women's tournament going on right now in either Wisconsin or Milwaukee where her team's in the final. It's – well, here's the funny thing. She – signed to go to the high school she's at now when she was in the 7th grade like 2 years before okay. she got there. They're like, here's your free ride to this, you know, $30,000. Right, right. She's only a freshman. Yeah. And this tournament is a college scouting combine. So it's mm. mostly juniors and seniors. So she's right, good, right. huh? So she's crazy good. Like, why yeah. didn't it, why didn't we do that? <laughs> like why why won't our kids naturally gifted athletes who had this insane insane it's it's one o'clock in the morning. Get off the rink in the backyard. You gotta get the bus in five hours time. Type everybody's special? Nobody is. Um so no, it it was great. Uh I uh, speaking uh so management I said had gone down to New Orleans for Duran Duran thing it was one of the cities where my oldest kid has heard about so he wanted to go down and he likes he's a good traveler he wants to go to the small restaurants do things only you can do in that city and he's not like right. a jazz guy uh but he's like yeah I want to go into some jazz clubs and <laughs> live jazz is I mean it's completely different yeah
2: he should experience it right I mean you should experience that thousand percent
1: and 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 New Orleans jazz is so much different than New York jazz and stuff and Utah jazz I mean and Utah
0: jazz jazz. there you go
1: oh you haven't
0: lived until you've heard Utah jazz
1: (laughs) uh but he uh he had text
2: uh, going to a lake in in Los Angeles I love Dick Smith trumpet (laughs) (laughs) master
1: He, he he did text me. He's like, Papa, everybody here is drunk all the time. <laughs> you know, and he wasn't judging or aghast. It was just you have to pay attention so when your you're walking.
0: Hey, no. <laughs> I kid because I love <laughs>
1: So he, uh, yeah, my parents. My parents got so. (laughs) We've told the story before. Joe did stand up a couple times. My parents loved Joe. They went to see eighteen-year-old Joe and left without paying their bar tab and stuck bill with the staggering drunks. Left me with a tab. My parents used to drink a little, you know. Uh, My dad, world-renowned physicist, world-renowned drunk. Now he wasn't a drunk, but they. They were very social drinkers, and they had quite the social life. My mom was one of those, you know. I only have two gin ginato- and Right, I only have two gin and tonics a night. And it's like, yeah, but how many beers do you to it down with? <laughs> uh, but but no, it was. Uh, so he had a great time down there. But management four months early said, "Oh, France Ferdinand is coming to town. He loves France. Oh, they're opening for the Pixies. You guys can take you can take them."
0: I is love the pixies. pixies or Pixies.
1: It's just Pixies, but, you know. I know. If I say anyway, so I get you. I don't I love them. I've seen them a dozen times. I saw them when they reunited in like 2004 and it was great and I love them and even their new stuff is great. I have no desire to go to shows. I just I just don't. Like if I'm going to go out, I'd like to go out and do stand up or my so but he wants but she booked this New Orleans trip. I have these tickets and my little guy's like, oh, I'll go. It's like, oh, okay, fine. We drive down. It's it's in that um it's funny because I was at Fenway Park. I was inside Fenway Park a few weeks ago for uh, a wedding ceremony. And okay. this club called MGM is inside Fenway. It's and uh I got the as Joe calls it, the Colombo parking space right out front. It's it costs 40 bucks to <laughs> park down there, but I'm like, I'm early. I'm always early. I loop around. I found a place 30 yards from the front door. It was great. Nice. Skipped the first band. We got something to eat. The second band, Franz Ferdinand. We went in about two, three songs in. See their hits that He would know. He, there was no place to sit. And the wife mm. got floor seats instead of the balcony seats. It's like, oh, you like the Pixies. You're going to w- be right up front. She goes to concerts all the time. Right. If I post, because she goes by concerts all the time, you can, there's always one seat near the front. You know what I mean? There's always an open seat. And if you want to move up by yourself, it's a lot easier than when you're moving up with a friend. So in new Orleans, she, I don't know where she got her seat, but she, if she wanted to like, she has at most concerts, could literally reach out and grab John Taylor player right, of Durant right, right, Durant, yeah, yeah. not the lawyer from Los Angeles What yeah. you know, so what? she assumes that's what I want to do.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we, we are different people. You're there to distract us security. Well, that's it. John Taylor. Thank you, Joe. You understand you complete me. <laughs> and, um, and it was that old club thing where, and Joe just went through this, taking his kid to a to a show recently, 30 minutes between the bands. It, you know, that seems, that's a long time for a kid with adhd who's not really Ooh. into it so yeah the show starting we move in the pixies finally come on and as they're putting the guitars on as the drummer's sitting down within 12 feet in every direction people just start vaping uh-huh, and, of course yeah and what's old is new again like you know yeah. i used to hate going to clubs because people yeah. smoked yeah and yeah. now it, it's honestly, I, I had Cheech and Chong on one side of me, right, right, no, the, absolutely. The yeah, absolutely, mystery machine rolls up on yeah. the other side
0: with Scooby yeah. in the gang, and my little guy like two songs. How in, your pot references don't leave 1977? Like that's like <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, you could have at least thrown in Snoop Dogg. You know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But oh, you're racist. It's like no, look it. Anyways, but I did. I, I I said to the little guy, it's like we can move to the very back. He's like, okay. It didn't matter by the third no. song, you no. know, you, you, you smell like, you know, you know, you were Gulliver's Travels. you shrugged around and you fell into a bong and, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, are you going to be mad Papa? But I want to go. I'm like, buddy, we are a hundred percent out of here. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I, you know, would I have stayed and, and, and hated, you know, the smell? Sure. You know but you know i spent a couple hundred bucks i spent a couple hours getting there i would have stuck it out you know but he's no i'm not gonna put him through that the next day i drag him to a nightclub with my hockey buddy and Joe, so that uh that was daddy wants (laughs) to see
0: funny people uh okay
1: so now we can't avoid it anymore let's get right into it a world leader was arrested On 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 financial crimes. And I know you don't want to talk about it, but guys, what's going over in Scotland matters. I don't know if you know this, Biff, but the former leader of Scotland, uh, Nicola uh, Surgeon, I think is how you pronounce her name, was just arrested yesterday or on Friday um, of. Of financial shenanigans with how her party, which she's the head of, like, you know, moved money around. So so I I, look, I know we don't want to fall into the political thing all the time. But when a world leader, a former world leader gets indicted and gets arrested, I, I think we should
0: I think we should weigh in on it. Joe, your thoughts about what's going on in Scotland? All I know is that if it's not Scottish,
1: it's crap.
0: Thank you. I'm, I'm just sure, no, hey, you know what? Scotland Yard's got uh, nothing better to do, so <laughs> it's not like well, did they did they solve uh, Pan Am Flight 103? Is that still uh, <laughs> uh, is that still a cold case? Oh, actually, no. I'm gonna put that down on the bottom. Thank
1: you for mentioning that. Okay, so did you hear about the Oh, you're there? gonna
0: put the victims of Flight 103, 103
1: on the bottom. Oh, wait, I I'm trying to alphabetize your names. Give me a moment. <laughs>
0: uh, oh. Place this that news is music. so
2: old that like
0: the airlines hasn't existed for like what thirty five years. Right, it's so old that a TV show about the airline that was supposed to be retro has been canceled for five or ten years. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: it's so old and
0: how old is it?
1: 88 1988 89 i haven't gone to college yet and i'm working at a sailing fan distributor it's a four person operation in boston and a guy who was on my uh, assistant coach on my junior b team kind of was like dude i got this do nothing job you know blah 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 you know um every now and then a fan goes missing and uh you know the four people who work there you know get a free lunch would just say um and so it was um, – so I, I worked there for – off and on for two years going through school. One day, and I don't know what started it, but this guy is trying to help this woman who is agitated. Again, I was in the room but kind of on the other side. But when it started to escalate, everybody, the few people there, the woman had a breakdown, just an mm. absolute breakdown and started screaming. Her son was on that flight. Oh, and she uh, was just, however, it came up in this moment, gosh. and it was somebody's going to have to call the, the the Boston police, and somebody's going to have to come take this woman. Who yeah. and I, I've I've
0: I've yet, and it was it was. I want you to want to clarify: the son was a passenger. The son was a passenger on, sure. on the flight. Yeah, 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 sure. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. You know, are you old enough to remember Ray Flynn, Biff, or Joe? Yeah, the man. Uh, Ray Flynn's niece and her mom came into the store once to buy a fan, and they, they bought a couple fans. They were going to be delivered, ask my car, and I didn't have a car, but, 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 uh, but they're like, oh, if we come back, we want you know to deal with you. Uh, I guess the daughter had said something to the mom, and that's how they got my number. And the girl called and asked me out, and I went on a couple dates with Ray Flint. At the time, though, I'm living in Fitchburg, and you know, no car from Fitch. You know, at that that's right when I was going to Fitchburg, I wasn't going to commute back and forth. I was going to a school with an eight to one girl to guy ratio and playing on the hockey team. This is even before the band. I'm like, I don't need to go through this for that type thing but uh but anyways but the Pan Am flight yeah every time somebody mentioned that I'm like oh but uh but back to our world leader there was another indictment which is great only because I do this bit Biff where I talk about how hard it is to buy management special gifts because we've been together for 20 years and what haven't I bought her that I haven't already gotten her plus there's so many gift giving events Valentine's Day is right after Christmas. Her birthday is a few weeks later. Then there's Trump indictments and always gets a laugh and like, and then the anniversary. Look, that joke is almost going to be an evergreen because (laughs) we still got January sixth stuff coming up. We got Georgia coming up. Mm. I mean, I, you know, that's that, you know, I I, look, I had to take out after two weeks. I have a, a little joke about turning the clocks back and it messing up my life. You can only use that for a week or two twice a year until we do away sure, with daylight yeah, savings yeah. but yeah. man this <laughs> time and joke it's the gift that keeps on giving. so so yeah uh, so uh,
0: just to just to time stamp this uh, podcast trump's being indicted because they found uh classified un uh, unknown to the rest of the world apparently that he was storing these classified documents Wow, well, is it really unknown to the yes. rest of the world true all rest of the world yeah I-, I know not all of the rest of the world but basically like in mar-a-lago in a bathroom and a ballroom stage there was yeah. uh, there were boxes of documents just like <laughs> sitting there and stacked you know four high um by the way uh what what, what were your favorite uh internet things to have come out of the discovery of the uh, of these boxes, because mine, wait, wait, hold on,
1: hold on before you say, because I think we're on the same page. He was obsessed with these boxes to the point where there was fights between him and his wife because they had a scale back luggage. They were bringing from point A to point B because he traveled with the boxes and he had a box guy and you know there's different aids oh yeah no there's different aids in the testimony because it's come out that it's like he would travel with the and and he would be very he would say he kept saying i don't want people touching my boxes he was very particular and that's why and the poor son of a bitch who is a co-condited and conspirator there's a guy his ex-navy guy who his job was move boxes from point a to point b
0: Boxman. okay joe what was your favorite meme um the indiana jones one. Oh, okay mm. so yeah yeah somebody I edited yeah okay somebody edited the end of raiders of the lost ark and um you know they have the they show the you know we have top people uh top oh, people <laughs> and then they have the hammering of the crate and then you see the close-up of the top secret crate, and it's, you know, transported. And then you, it just pans out, and the crate is superimposed onto the bathroom scene from Mar-a-Lago with all the other boxes. And um, I thought that was fantastic. The other one, says, somebody said uh, bed, bath, and beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, that's that good? <laughs> oh, well, the great thing is the picture and the bathroom
1: have... And I'll ask, Biff, you've traveled a lot, you've you've traveled around this world, uh, you know, more than more than Joe and I have, I think. Um, have you ever been into a bathroom that had a chandelier? Because <laughs> <'cause laughs> I, I, I don't know many. Ma- it's like, it, it's funny because I heard years ago somebody, like before he was, you know, he was president, say that he is what a poor person he lives like what a poor person thinks a rich person lives like right, he's right. always had money but he right. lives like he lives like nathan hard dad remember how i always wanted to have right. a, it's that whole idea, idea of showing,
2: yeah showing off your riches right the whole the whole gold toilet you know mentality right i mean and,
1: but and yeah. I, yeah and i remember when when obama was stumping for for joe biden saying because just weeks before the election you know, Trump did the turn and he's like the man of the people, the blue collar. And he's like Obama's like, he spent his whole life making sure everybody knew he had a gold toilet. Come on, man. <laughs> it was like, Obama was just great. But no, my favorite one was Gullum from uh from Lord of the Rings. Uh. Sitting on top of the boxes, clasping his hands, saying, My precious and, But but here's the unfunny thing. And and Chris Hayes on MSNBC said it. The day before the the warrant was executed. I hate saying raid cuz raid makes it sound like oh, the
0: FBI right, was the right, right, bad right, guys right. here. Right. You know who hates saying raid? Roaches.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <stupid. laughs> you have derailed. So he uh, but there was footage and I'm not saying I'm not kidding. His private plane was loaded with boxes to go to his New Jersey, what is it? Bell Ranch, Bell whatever. He has a place in New Jersey where his wife is buried. His ex, his second right. wife, right. you know, the one who died the day before she was to testify against him in a federal um, under crime, total,
0: totally normal, totally,
1: totally normal circle. No autopsy released you know, Buried, buried the, the next day. Uh, uh, what state did you say that was in what state? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, uh, yeah. well, uh, no, no. It's, it's a not. nice
0: ex-wife. He got there. It'd be a shame <laughs> if something happened to her. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I I cannot confirm because look I don't want to speculate if it's in the same golf course where Jimmy Hoffa was buried. Maybe she <laughs> was, maybe she was, uh, but it's down at the end of the alley. It's just that that
0: no, no, is no, yeah. a fun, right
2: insulting, insulting, you know, but,
0: comment but were, you're making. Yeah. Like they're gonna. <laughs>
2: They're yeah. gonna make something so traceable that they're gonna, you, you know, use the same place to bury two bodies. Come on, but crazy. Trump, uh, Trump, than that.
0: She was just there to pick up furniture. Like some <laughs> nice used yeah. furniture yeah. that was being given to her, and then you know,
1: stop to stop by the anxiety, but they never went to the place in new jersey it's like there's footage that's been released that they knew they moved boxes because they had a sense that yes something the shoe's going to drop and let's get these boxes and the scariest thing is you know the former head of the fbi who i heard on two different shows saying you know the scary thing is the files that are missing where are those files you know the empty files that they sure were missing but if a spy comes into Marlarga is it is an FBI guy or a CIA guy? No, no, this was a this this was this was an FBI guy talking okay. for him. FBI. He yeah. goes, spies don't come in and steal your shit. Yeah. They don't want you to yeah. know that they have yeah. your information. It's not like somebody could come in and steal it. How many people have come in and taken pictures of it? Like the last thing they want you to know is they know what you know. That's that's the whole thing about being a spy. And so we have no idea how long this damage is going to be. But either way, um, we can make jokes about it as Western civilization burns, as the entire GQP party. uh, With the exception of Mitt Romney, everybody's rallying around him and saying, you know, this is political and all this stuff. Even the people running against him for the nominee don't have the gumption to say yeah this is really bad but my favorite thing is i don't care well everything but you know the right wing keeps playing over and over that speech that he gave before the election how when he's president he's going to put in that law to make mishandling classified documents (laughs) and he said it every day on the speech and i cannot believe it's real i thought okay this is photoshopped and it's great but hillary clinton Broke her silence and posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah. What about her email hat? emails hat? She was wearing yeah. a hat that said, what about her email? Anyways, uh, unless you guys want to go deeper into this. Oh, uh, no. Uh, let's go into games. Uh, Joe got a good. Uh, it was fun because talking to Tommy and his wife and his daughter um, had a nice little Zelda talk. They were out on the streets of Boston.
0: Yeah. His daughter mentioned. Oh, he, Tommy mentioned that his uh, daughter was uh, wanting to get... Do they not have a Switch? Is that what I gleaned from that situation? Yeah, I don't... I think that Wii U is the last system they bought. Right. The one right before the Switch, which came out six years ago. Uh, Tommy, a little, you know, come on. I, I get it. You know what? You're trying to shape your daughter into a productive person who isn't <laughs> distracted by all of these bells and whistles. I get it. I get it. But it's a crime because The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is a fantastic <laughs> game that everybody should enjoy. <laughs> and um you know what um unfortunately i do have two switches and i know you think i'm teasing because nobody has two switches but i do uh i wish i could have donated one of my switches to her on the spot and say here just take mine and you know here take this right a I could, yeah yeah you could find a legend of zelda game and just say here i <laughs> get it now
2: on and the other can- hand like i found my uh Son switch under the couch it's apparently it's been missing for about eight months <laughs> under the
0: couch yeah uh, it's a weird place to play the
1: so switch, so yeah. you know yeah tommy you know isn't like didn't buy every new game system for their kids like you and i did okay correction <laughs> we bought the game systems for ourselves that our kids then used. use yeah. correction you know but look joe uh he's no better than us because he's in boston with his daughter looking at colleges in Boston and your son's looking at colleges in Boston. So who's, you know, so, I mean, tomato, tomato is what I say.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I wish them the best in, I wish for the best in finding a college and a Nintendo switch with <laughs> legend of Zelda thoughts and it's, prayers. Yeah. It's a great game. Uh, I do have a little bit of gaming news. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, I think I mentioned this to you The when we were on the way to the, see Tommy is that there's a little retro there was like a little retro convention ish type thing or yeah, a vendor right. thing happening in Massachusetts like twenty minutes from where I live uh Saturday. So and I found about I found out about it on a Craigslist post of all things, you know? <laughs> I, I, you go on there to cruise and then the next thing you know you're stumbling up on these I mean things. yeah do know. they still have well, the missed somehow. encounter
1: section? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's still up there.
0: Uh, I haven't checked. But anyway so yeah. I went to this place. I took my, my, my two kids, uh, you know, we all went up and, um, I was expecting, you know, kind of like, you know, some, like a table next to a dumpster kind of thing, you know, <laughs> set up, but it it was at a VFW in Melrose, Massachusetts. Uh, it started on time and we were like one of the first people there, oh. but, uh, it was pleasantly nice. It was like a quick, it wasn't as big as the one that we usually go to, every year in Connecticut, Retro World Expo. So there was no
1: guy wrestling? Nope. Uh, Well,
0: there was a bump fight. Actually, (laughs) take that out. I shouldn't have said that. Unhoused fight. It was an unhoused (laughs) fight. 10 in the morning. Where's your (laughs) dignity? Anyway. Was that the undercard or the title? I not tell. I mean, really, what's the difference nowadays? But uh, (laughs) no, no, it was just vendors. But uh, you know, I thought we 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 spent money. Yes, a fool in a, it's what it's true what they say about a fool in their money, um, and uh, yeah, we spent money on stuff and uh, picked up some stuff. My it, I t- I talked my older son into uh, getting me an early Father's Day present, which he did. <laughs> it was nice. Um, you so know. I hired him to do an edit
1: job for me, and you
0: instantly reach
1: into that pocket. You yoink. I'm proud of you. This is what yes. I'm saying. <laughs> you know? I mean, right. so
0: basically, I got you a Father's Day gift. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. And I got you. You did. Uh, uh, speaking of gifts, by the way. No. Nope. Uh, ha- happy birthday. Don't edit this part out, you idiot. Uh, happy birthday to our, uh, our dear leader, Jacques. It is t- today, as we're recording. It is his right. XX birthday, no, and we <laughs> no, no. I'm,
1: I'm a, I will put it. Out, it's a Teddy Brusky birthday, and yeah, I have a. I think I have a second generation or third generation Apple TV box, which I don't know why we have because we have a smart TV, but we have a less than first generation controller <laughs> that Joe hates when he uses when he comes over. So you know, he got me. You know, is it the second best? birthday gift i've ever gotten it might be pales a little <laughs> bit little bit in comparison to the birthday present i got 11 years ago today which was yep well
2: you know it was the uh well so jock and i decided that we should celebrate the uh, la kings uh, stanley cup championship by actually being at the stanley cup championship game
3: ah
1: uh, so, that like was B- a good B- biff called in the morning hey you want to go to the game today who is this? <laughs> and how <laughs> how do you do such a great Biff impersonation? <laughs> and yeah, because everybody, you know, they played the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. The Kings were three games, you know, yeah. you know, up, you know, three games to none. <clears throat> um, and yes. and the town well, was was on,
2: yeah, yeah, town so was on hap- fire,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, what happened was Kings went
2: up three games to none. And then game four, which was not when they won, was like the place to be if you're in LA. So, like, everybody and their sisters, like, apparently there were Kardashians present at the game and shit, you know, stuff like that. And everybody thought this was going to be it. <laughs> and the tickets were stupid, stupid, ridiculous. I said, you know what? I cannot justify paying this stupid price to send nosebleeds. So, I didn't go, so I didn't buy the tickets to that game initially. I eventually got it, got it, got in, but that's a different issue. But just, you know, just randomly, you know, um, You know, I basically just kind of kept on with the games, but by the time they they lost two games in a row, and by the time Game Six came came around, the ticket prices plummeted. And now they weren't cheap, Hmm. but they weren't like really really stupid prices like they were in Game Four. So I said, "Well, you know what? Fucking Jock's birthday. I'm gonna get
1: grab this this pair right here." (laughs) <laughs> and they were great go. they were just be they were just kitty corner of the net and um and i think it was well first of all yeah game four nationally televised and it was yeah. one of those annoying yeah. things where nbc yeah. was losing their shit because they were more interested in showing you who was there than you're the right, game. right 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 yeah absolutely and you were missing yeah. parts of the game and it was it was one of those things where you know so many people who have never been yeah to a yeah. hockey game we yep. were there and yep. it squeezed people like us out and you know our friend john and his kid and a few people went to new jersey because season ticket holder forever king's first dick boy oh, did you go to that trip oh biff went i was the Whoa. one that convinced
2: john to go and he Whoa. sat in my section because the reason why i went to that game was that when game three ended <clears throat> and, you know, I looked at the tickets, and I said, oh, f- this is stupid, I'm not going to buy these tickets. But just on just randomly, I went to see how much the tickets were in um, New Jersey. And then I found this one seat. Now $600, I paid $600 for it. Now $600 are not cheap for any sporting event. But you know, it's like really right up front in the you know near the blue line, incredible seats. And it's for the Stanley Cup finals. It turned out that it was a face value ticket that somebody just put back in because they said, screw this. This is done. Hmm. Right. And so the it was a face value ticket. And it turned out that not only was it, you know, a six hundred dollars face value ticket right you know i thought it was it said row three it was actually i had an unobstructed view because i was actually directly above the tunnel where the devils come in right and then but the the best part of it was was that as we we had to kind of go in this separate entrance area before we got to our seating area because that separate entrance area was the full buffet
1: Hmm.
2: wow so there was a like a buffet tied to the seat incredible
1: that's uh no it it that 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 is and, and that poor and, guy who sold the ticket is like I better get some of this money back right right why he doesn't four. want to
2: be there they were definitely gonna. He wasn't. Def, he was definitely not gonna see his team win the you know Stanley Cup that day anyway, right? You you a, had it was it, it was a stay alive game.
1: You had so, never seen the cup race in person. That's correct. Right. Okay, that was, so because because a couple years earlier, you know, Biff was out of town.
0: You
2: actually, you actually offered me. No, you actually offered me the uh, the ticket. I was in town, but oh, you were I, okay. Yeah, I had to do this. I had a presentation do the following morning with this other guy, and he couldn't even get on until like he had his day was over. So he's just said, you know what. I mean this is this i mean it's like i can't not do this so
1: and, and here's yeah. the shame of hockey yeah. you know joe is like if the kings are doing well it's packed it's just packed if yeah. the kings aren't doing well but the bruins the rangers you know a, a big hockey city comes to town right. and it's packed with those fans
3: yeah
1: 20 miles away the ducks can be in the stanley cup finals and, and, and my two yeah. takeaways, they were in the Stanley Cup finals like three, four years earlier. They lost game seven to New Jersey. Yep. And we have a friend at the time who sold the ad boards, you know, the the boards. Now right. they're digital, like, you know, they, right. they can yeah. superimpose them. But you back then you had to physically have it before the Stanley Cup finals they couldn't get people to pay for the ad boards and ended up selling the four corners to like Canadian tire, oh like like the days before the cup. So, you know, so it's going to be game. So the same thing, like, I don't know how it worked out, but it was game five or game six. Yeah. It was, it was a possible cup winning game. Yeah. And one of our friends, no name mentioned <clears throat> John calls and says, here's a card. Find out who wants to go get us in the building. Yeah and i go down the list and it's like we end up you know going and because it's funny his wife just happened to be in tampa a few years before right right and on a whim same thing tampa bay lightning best team in hockey two three years in a row at the time can't sell out the stanley cup finals and they they were in town for i think an art thing like like his wife's friend is an artist and they Mm. just happened to be in town oh you know, the cup's on, let's go there and just, just to be, just to be at an event type thing. Right, right. And, and so here's John stick boy, of the Kings in 1966, <laughs> right. yeah. never saw the cup raised. And so, so Biff didn't see that. Yeah. So, so when this game six rolled around yeah. and it's funny because uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those things where, you know, now that, now that I'm, I'm not a sports guy anymore per se, it's okay. I mean, I've been in the building when the Celtics won a championship. I've been in the building when my Kings won a championship. I was there for opening day in 2005 after the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004 to see the banner raised and, and to get the rings, which, by the way, I just saw on, 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 on Twitter the other day. Somebody said, this is my favorite memory of the 2004 Boston Red Sox. When the 2004-2005 season started, the opening game was against the Yankees. Mm. Mariana Rivera, the relief pitcher of oh, the Yankees, right. two thousand
0: five season, yeah, who but, gave up the home run. You got know, a standing ovation from the crowd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he look, he came out smiling. He tipped his cap. It was, yeah. it was good sportsmanship on his side, but the round of applause yeah. that he got. So the thing is, I've seen it. Like I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I, so, I, I'm good. Uh, so,
0: so you're welcome for the Apple TV remote that I got you.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: (laughs) You What was my reaction when you gave it to me? Uh, You gave it to your your younger son and said, uh, Joe gave us a present.
1: Yeah. and I, i'm like and it's and it's one of those when i bought you know my kid who has no interest in hockey uh new pair of gloves that happen to fit me you know, He <laughs> likes to come over and he's frustrated with our controller you know uh but no it was great uh so I'm glad you got some gaming news uh now that we're talking about sports i don't think i've talked about it since i was on but uh my little guy and stop me if i have because i'm dumb my little guy has fallen down the football, F-U-T, right, 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 Yale rabbit hole. He, If he's not out on the pitch playing, he is home playing FIFA with his friends. Uh, Joe saw it in the car the other day. Um, I handed Joe a book, which is weird for me to have a book in my car, but I'm like, hey, Joe, I think you left this book in my car. Do you remember the book I handed you?
0: Was it the English to Portuguese uh, dictionary? That's
1: it. Because his three best friends speak Portuguese and they're going to try to help him. So one of them gifted him this Portuguese. I mean, and all his favorite players. And dude, it's like talking to you now, Biff, about hockey, where he'd be like, Papa, yeah. if if Ronaldo played... For the Dutch team in '72, do you yeah. think they would have won the world? <laughs> like what? And and now because he uses my phone, my Instagram, yeah. you know, feed is nothing but comics and football highlights, which is it's delicious. I love it so yeah. much. But I, I was in his room. He, he, you know, I'm like, hey, who are you playing? Blah blah blah. And he had like the MLS thing on it because mm-hmm. he, you know, he usually likes to play Richmond in the Prem League. Um, uh, and I'm like, oh, you know you know we have a team here and he was so excited and so i took him and his two best buddies Uh to gillette i have never been to stadium okay yep and just kind of like the tickets you got in new jersey i i didn't get them online i want i didn't want to pay ticket fees it's a revolution they're not selling out right right right, (laughs) you know i'll go see mr t at the mall later (laughs) (laughs) and uh so i drive there Walk up to the ticket winner, and I said to the lady, I said, you can put us anywhere. I said, they're going to be up and down. We're going to be in the concourse more than we're going to be sitting down checking these things out. And she's like, oh, well, these are good. They're right above blah, blah, blah. You don't have anybody in front of you, so you know they're getting up and down. They won't be disturbing people over the tunnel, over the visiting team's tunnel. Nice. It's like maybe we're not perpendicular with the post, but maybe – we're perpendicular with the back post of the net okay and there's nobody in our row like because technically you're kind of behind the goal and when we first sit down my um what is he infected with oh he has the thing what is it called what is it called oh yeah white privilege my, my little guy is like papa you're not supposed to sit behind the nets these are bad tickets and i'm thinking You motherfucker, I'm paying for you and your two friends (laughs) and parking alone was 50 bucks. You're going to sit down. 50 bucks. I I don't remember when you asked if I wanted to go to the game, Biff, that day, did I ask where the seats were before I answered the question? (laughs) When we went to the Olympics in 2010 and we walked up to the ticket office, did we give a shit where we were sitting? (laughs) Get us in
2: the building. Well, Um, actually, you know, you got us great seats for the curling because that nice young lady from Calgary sat two rows behind us, and if it wasn't for her, we would have been
1: mystified the whole time. It was that. (laughs) I'm so glad that I, the, the wave, when you saw the wave yeah. the cur- the, honestly joe it was electrifying being in that curling building was electrifying because right. because when you see curling on tv you just see usa play canada the, it's set up where there's four countries there's four games going on at once that was great country it's, it's like it's like bowling it's like watching bowling alleys right kind of right. Thing. Yeah. All, and it was right. always some right. huge thing going yeah. on it, it was wonderful but anyways you know we, we we take them into the game and they score like they're They're a better team. They're clearly the better team, but they're down two to nothing at Mm. the end of the first half. And with like two, three minutes left of the first half, there's a corner kick right where we are, like right where we are. And it was a header. And I put it on Instagram. I put it on Twitter. I think I sent it to the group chat. I would give anything to feel that again. Like, Mm. Like those three boys lost it like absolutely absolutely lost it and 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 i don't think i don't think halftime had rolled around yet and he's like can we get season tickets
0: And, and some better seats for no, crying out no, loud. No,
1: no, because he realized we will only sit there because you can hold on to the railing. There's nobody in front of you. You can stand up and yeah, scream. Yeah, if, if, when I, if you guys see the video again, when I say they're screaming, it's like it's crazy. And the funny thing is, and talk about how the three of us have failed as parents again. There was a – so they scored score a tying goal early in the second half, and the shot came from outside the box. Like mm. this shot had to take two buses and a cab right, to right, connect right. you. And the mom behind us says to her kid, it's like, oh, Trevor, he's your age. And I'm like – and I turn around, and Trevor's a kid. And I Google the guy who scored the goal, 18 years old. He's been on the revs for a year and a half from the town that Joe lives in. Yeah. And I call Joe and i like – well, we failed apparently, we, you know. <laughs> you know, our kids could have been our meal ticket already, you know. Why didn't we have children again born with phenomenal god-gifted talents? Says he replied
0: I replied you didn't have to call. That could have been a text <laughs> easily. So,
1: so my sports thing. So I, I'm out of sports. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast. So now there's more sports on in my house than ever. But it's all. But he because because yeah. Peacock has like the Premier League and the right. Championship League and you know between Wrexham and um and Ted Lasso. And then he had me download. It's a French app, sports, Bein Sports. Um, B e i n. And and, okay. and they have La Liga. Sports. They have, okay. yeah, BN Sports, which so they have the French league, the Italian league, and uh, La Liga, which is the Spanish league. And it's, it's, it's just always on, or he's playing um, FIFA, and it's great. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, uh, so,
0: speaking of television, which we weren't, ooh. but anyway. Nope, we're so on to television that, now. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Speaking of soccer and Ted Lasso, yep. it's over, baby. It's all over. Ted Lasso is no more.
1: So spoiler free, what do you think,
0: Joe? I was sad when he died. Yeah, uh, no, I can't was, believe that. <laughs> yeah, I was sad. <laughs> I mean, I it can't... wasn't just him. It was the entire. You know, when they went down in that plane crash, I was like, yep. "Oh man!" Just like they did back in the, <laughs> I don't know, when the like they when the Andes. What was that called? Yeah, uh, uh, alive and. and yeah, the, I and think that's it. I think it's alive. The Colombian team. Anywho, I um, know it was. I finally uh, caught up. And finished Ted Lasso so that Jacques and I could talk about it in depth on the phone for you know <laughs> an hour uh, after the. Uh the finale aired. And it, it was it was a, a fine ending to a fine show. Did um, we talk more
1: recently about Ted Lasso or about the Beatle documentary when that came out a year ago? Because we had some really long... I think the documentary of the Beatles was eight hours long, and I think after we both watched we had a nine-hour conversation.
0: <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm still waiting for that extended cut from yes. Peter Jackson. Where is the extra footage? I want the extra 12 you know,
1: hours. When, when, you know, when Betty White Dies at ninety nine, and people say it's too soon. You know, she lived a great life. When yeah. Peter Jackson puts out an eight-hour documentary, and the only complaint is, why wasn't it longer? Could have been know?
0: longer. Could have been longer. No. But
2: yeah. Ted I, I will. I will say though, the thing that drove me bananas after a while was that there, were, you know, there were those filler, you know, video that they always used when they only had audio, right? right. So they had those, oh, right. right? Yes. And then after a while, like. It, I don't know why it just started that started to really annoy me. There's a little
0: Ringo kind of tilting his head and then, you know, that, you know, th- well, they can these... fix that now with AI, you know, they, yeah, could that's just put, right. they could put the Beatles in with like another, they could put them in like, um, you know, like a, into Goodfellas and yeah. just like show them, right. <laughs> show a clip from Goodfellas with the Beatles yeah.
1: instead. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing Biff, it's, it's not all hockey all the time because there's only a game every other day. But as far right. as I understand, and I only know this because was there a brawl? And game four, like a oh, real, a real yeah,
2: just uh, yeah, it ended with uh, you know, it ended ugly, yeah,
1: yeah, like like my prom so, yeah, date we'll ugly or nineteen seventies, you know, not not nineteen seventies. I mean, it's it's not,
2: and it's not ever going to get to be nineteen seventies ugly. But it was Sadly. it was kind of a you know, you kind of a your know, more modern brawl, and, you know, it was basically you have a kind of a ticked off team, and you know but i mean it's kind of their own doing like they're just not you know they just i mean they're just being outplayed are um, you um uh, are you going to be watching anything once the season ends i think i want to just try to catch up to a lot of things including like uh like there's that anime that i was watching with my son that i have to really catch up on uh this, but yeah we'll see we'll see what i you know what i i oh i did start watching beef so i will continue with that but
1: oh i'm uh I don't know, like, wife and I it's going to be tough because we we might yeah. power through Miss Maisel in the next two days because she's gone for the next two weeks. Yeah. But, uh, but but yeah.
2: I think Miss Maisel's on one of the ones that I don't stream. It's
1: on Amazon. Oh, we do have Amazon. Yeah, everybody has. The there Amazon.
2: was something that, that's on like uh, HBO that we don't... Um, Succession? Uh, oh, that must be it. Yeah, I think that was the one that... Yeah.
0: And I Barry, got. of course.
1: Oh, so great. So great. I can't believe he lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, what do we, what do we got for parenting tips? <laughs> no, we have already discussed we failed because yeah. none of our children are our mail ticket by eight right, right. because parenting, of athletic paralysis. My parenting yeah. tip
0: is uh, get your kids uh, a Nintendo switch early. You know, really buy it. <laughs> don't wait till the sixth year when it's near end of life <laughs> buy in early you want to get in on day one um uh, you, you you got something there biff are you, like
1: not leaving a switch under a couch for eight months yeah,
3: yeah
2: you know what uh you know what uh, no i got nothing i got nothing
0: <laughs> so, so your my parenting, parenting... Tip is, your, my, Jacques, uh, biff's parenting tip should be sweep under the couch <laughs> <more after>. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers, creepers creepers Like a Swiffer would have caught that about six months ago. (laughs) Uh, My parenting tip is like, yeah,
1: well, you know, keep your promises when you make them. And for years I promised my little like, you know, dream squashers, you have to have something athletic in your life. You know, it can be a team sport. It can be whatever. Jiu-jitsu makes sense because you can come and go if you need, you're not going to screw other people if you miss something, but you don't have to do this. A, if you can keep me from putting you in the car, if your jiu-jitsu skills surpass mine, so work hard and you can get out of it earlier. Or if you find your own fucking thing, you do that. Right, right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the oldest one, he's going to start his job. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying right, this. Right. Starts his yeah. job as a lifeguard in two weeks. Yep. Like yep. the day after school gets out, he has 10 days of paid lifeguard training yep. and awesome. he's yep. psyched about it. Like he's really, really like going to the gym to get in shape, to be the lifeguard thing where it's been a, it's, he has certain medical conditions where he has to do certain workouts and it's always been a fight for him to do these things. Now he's found this thing. And on the other hand, it's like the little one he will just go to the fridge in the morning take out a gallon of ice cream and just sit there and eat it (laughs) neither neither his mom or i say anything because he he doesn't eat a lot of food he's not like Uh a food guy like right um let me check my notes me yeah (laughs) but he burns so much yeah
0: I I mean, he is. uh, And that's that's wasteful. Honestly, don't burn the food. Eat (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) But he does. It's like it's a pain in the butt because he doesn't take the bus home on 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 the days he has, you know, soccer practice. I pick up him and his two friends. And which, by the way, the other day, he's like, I got to go downstairs and use your printer before we go for school. It's like it's always a hassle to get him in the car. But it's never been like I have to go to your office and use the printer. His team has suffered because they don't have enough players. So they have barely enough players to make it. So if one kid's family has an obligation and you can't make it, they've played half the games they've played. They've played with nine players on the Mm. pitch. He went out and he went online and he found the, a a boilerplate premier league contract. And he (laughs) rewrote it and he went to school with, contracts slash flyers to recruit kids to come play on his team that's That's how much he loves it and i took a picture i took a picture and i sent it to the coach and the guy who runs the league and i'm like this and that's why they named him captain it's like Mm. i I thought they were kind of being nice like (laughs) i did i thought i thought everybody takes a turn doing this he just started he just started but i guess he was early to practice like a couple uh, about a month or so ago Uh And when I got down to the field, because it's a half mile, it's a, it's a big thing to get there. Right. So I, par- I, I parked them where they can walk over the hill to get there. I parked the car a half mile away and then get there. And they asked if he can go over and run the 10 and under practice. And he's coaching the younger team. He's mm. only been playing a few months, but he's at the point <laughs> like he's fallen so deeper. He's studying it and he's doing the drills with the kids. So they named him that Um uh, but yeah, so so that's my parenting tip. It's like when you make a promise and you know what I mean and yeah and and and, and just keep and, and so now they're both it, it's it's unbelievable cuz he looked down the other day and he's like, "Papa, I have a muscle." And he does. He has these calf muscles. On. He's a stick. He has to run around the shower to get wet. Yeah, yeah. But he truly is so if he wants to sit there and eat a gallon of ice cream, yeah. it's going to be I mean You know, it it is. It's like, so on on Mondays and Wednesdays, I pick him and his three friends up. Like I'm a free Uber, you know? Uh, There you go. Yeah. But on the other days, instead of taking the bus home, I have to go because they all hang out after school, which is great. And they play there for an hour, which then obligates me for an hour of driving them, you know, around town. But I now know it's really nice. I now know where the absolute tiny, but best Brazilian and Portuguese mom and pop um, stores are, okay. and we've gone in there and got spice because my kids like spicy food,
3: right? You right. Know?
1: right. And, and so when they go over there, they're like, "Oh, this place is here." And 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 you know, um, Galame, uh, you know, and and is like you can call me Gigi because people have trouble with the name, and mm-hmm. I have trouble with the right, name right, at first right. where the accent right. goes. And and this is the other great thing about the three kids that he's hanging out with—all sweethearts, like absolutely, like my kid's the one that their parents are probably (laughs) saying, "Do you think Squishy should really be?" But, but, but he's great, and they're great. But my 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 parenting tip is, yeah, keep a promise because sometimes, like you know, they figure it out for him
2: if if you if you keep it. No, it's great for that, that. That is great for him, though. I mean, you know. It's it's always nice when like you know my my son found his kind of passion sport waylay and he's a big UFC guy but you know you know it is what it is he tried to do some of the stuff and he might go back to it but you know we got some like punching bags and stuff like that at the house and stuff like that so but yeah no it's great when they kind of figure it out themselves right so yes
0: oh uh by the way uh big TV news uh I I am, and it kind of ties in with the uh, Pride month I'm celebrating Game Pride Month, because on on February, I'm sorry, on June 1st, uh, Pluto TV launched a Family Feud 24-hour classic channel that Ooh, I have been watching wow. uh, nonstop. So all the best Richard Dawson, Dawson. and um, Ray Combs from the 80s as well, um, episodes. And by the best, I mean any episode. Really. <laughs> uh, they're all good. Um, I, I celebrate their entire catalog. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also a, a Drew Carey Price is Right channel as well. So, you know, there's that. If you, yeah. want, if you like that sort of thing, it's just fine. You know, it's nice seeing an audience with Drew Carey <laughs> instead of the weird thing they have going on now post-COVID. Anyway, so that's what I'm celebrating. Um, and uh, I'm also celebrating the end of this podcast. So, Biff, thank you for carving out the time. Uh, Jacques thanks for doing the typical Irish goodbye on the end of the podcast where <laughs> you stop talking and you just leave I don't, I don't know what that is I don't know what that is why you insist upon just miming up at the end just dummy it up stifle stifle yeah so now it's up to me to wrap this thing up because Biff isn't going to do it he, he doesn't get paid to do this shit so who's got to do the heavy lifting <laughs> Joe Blow that's who that's who, me, a sucker. Yes. Yep. So anyway, uh, uh, All-Star, uh, pleasure meeting you and your family. Um, I know you won't be listening to this because you'll be having fun with your family <laughs> mm-hmm. and not listening to this nonsense. But uh, everybody else, enjoy the rest of your summer because we're not coming back until what, September, right? Is that the next podcast? <laughs> we're not doing this again. You're- September of 2024. Yes. Right. Right. Actually, right, right before the election uh, gets heated up, we'll be in with the um, with with biweekly um, election coverage in in a year and a half. But uh, no, I kid. We'll be back. We'll be back again, like Frosty. We'll be back <laughs> again someday with more uh, interviews with uh, comics and Jacques' friends and uh, and my friends, my new friends, and your friends too. Um, and just remember that each each one of you is special and and, and and we like you just the way you are. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling you're growing inside. And when you wake up ready to say, I'm going to make a snappy new day. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling, the feeling, you know, that shock will be back when the day is new. And Biff will have more ideas for you. And Joe will continue singing until the show's over. I will, too. Don't forget.